The blindfold was heavy black linen, scratchy and awkward. Marcus resisted the urge to tug it into a more comfortable position, for fear one of the guards in the carriage would take it as an attempt to peek. Yannis's Marantai had been ordered to preserve absolute secrecy, and they took their orders very seriously. Marcus had dispatched his report shortly after the Queen departed, along with an urgent request for instructions. This involved leaving a folded message in a certain cubbyhole at a certain wine shop, one of several clandestine drop-offs that he'd been forced to memorize. He'd spent the rest of the evening and all of the following day trying to puzzle out what answer might possibly come back. It was a fruitless endeavor, as Marcus would be the first to admit. Unlike Janos, he had no head for politics. He'd watched the increasingly heavy-handed rule of the Directory and the Patriot Guard with vague distaste, but it didn't seem relevant to his own mission, so he hadn't paid any particular attention. Truthfully, Marcus wasn't entirely sure what he was supposed to be doing in Vordon City. It had all sounded very logical when Janos explained it before leaving for the front, but Janos's explanations had a habit of evaporating in the morning light like demon gold leaving nothing behind but vague memories of something very convincing. He was intended to be Janus's representative in the city, but so far that involved little more than sending back reports on the state of affairs. Janus had a habit, though, of putting the people he trusted into positions where he thought they might prove useful, even if he wasn't exactly sure how. When the courier had arrived, dressed in plain clothes, but in possession of the prearranged password, Marcus had a strong suspicion it was his turn, like an actor waiting in the wings receiving a cue. Being treated like a game piece would have been more grating if he hadn't long ago accepted that this was simply how Janus Betvalnik treated everyone. He'd climbed into a battered carriage with four hire signs on the sides and found it occupied by two more young men, with the keen look and mountain accents of Janus's Mirantai volunteers. They'd given him the blindfold and he'd tied it with a resigned sigh. There was a point, he thought, where security passed into paranoia, but he wasn't confident in his ability to identify the boundary. They drove for perhaps a half hour, changing direction frequently, the carriage's poor suspension bumping and rattling over the cobblestones. When it finally came to a halt, one of the guards opened the door and took Marcus's hand, leading him across a gravel drive. A gate squealed open. You can take the blindfold off now, sir, the guard said. My apologies. Welcome to Willowbrook. Marcus pulled the cloth away from his eyes and blinked in the sun. He stood on the grounds of a small estate, shielded from the road by a tall hedge and a thick wooden iron gate. A number of men in plain leather stood around the grounds, ostensibly tending the plants. They were rather more observant than the typical gardener, however, and Marcus suspected that if he'd tried talking to them, he'd hear the gravelly Mirantai accent again. He also suspected their long rifles were not far away. The courier knocked at the door, and a liveried servant opened it. Once Marcus stepped inside, the guards became more obvious. They still didn't wear their red uniforms, but they did carry the long rifles of the first Mirantai volunteers and wore swords at their belts. The pair nearest the door saluted smartly. Willowbrook was a simple dwelling, as such things went, with a hall, dining room, receiving rooms, and servants' quarters on the first floor and bedrooms on the second. Its only architectural oddity was a four-story tower topped by a broad solar. 
built for someone who wanted to soak up the sun unimpeded by trees or other buildings. From that perch, Marcus imagined one could not only keep an eye on the streets for a good distance in any direction, but see all the way to the edge of the city and the forested hills to the north. Captain Alec Gafort waited at the end of the hall. Like the guards, he was out of uniform, though Janus had appointed him an army captain when the armsmen were dissolved. Marcus had had to coax Gafort into accepting, ashamed as the former vice-captain had been over his former accommodation with Orlanco. Marcus was still surprised Janus had trusted the ex-traitor so quickly, but he had to admit the gesture had brought out the best in Gifort. He snapped a brisk salute. Sir, Gifort said, welcome to the...